Welcome to the Geek-Centric Podcast, and welcome to our spoiler-free review of the upcoming Disney Plus movie, Hocus Pocus 2. Lock up your children, because the witches are back! What's up, geeks? My name is Kev, and it's time to grab your brooms or vacuums or Swiffers or Roomba, really whatever cleaning instrument you'd prefer, as we take flight and head back to Salem for a sequel 29 years in the making. That's right, the Sanderson sisters are back, baby. So come, little children, as we take thee away for our spoiler-free review of Hocus Pocus 2. The movie's set to curse viewers on September 30th. A huge thanks, as always, to Disney Plus Canada for letting us take a look early so we can give you all of our thoughts on this long-awaited follow-up. We're so glad you could join us today. If you are joining us for the first time, well, we're Geekcentric, a podcast focusing on the world of TV, movies, games, toys, and collectibles. Oh, and all things Geekcentric, of course. And now, I could never brew up a bubbling batch of magic like this on my own. So, joining me on the program are a couple of wenches, trollops, some buck-tooth, mop-riding fireflies from hell. Darcy and Nate, brothers, <laughs> how are we this enchanted evening? Oh, his mouth is sewn shut. We gotta, we gotta undo that curse. Ah, <laughs> oh, thank you. Uh, I'm, I'm doing much better now, now that I can talk. <laughs> Holy! Oh, that poor Butcherson boy, man. Like to have to live with that. I guess he was kind of chilling underground for whatever. But um, oh, doesn't that yeah, make man. it even worse? <laughs> I guess it does. I guess it does. I'm doing good, man. I. uh I'm stoked. I want to just right off the bat, though, just mention I never uh, grew up with the original movie. I didn't really watch. I was three when it came out. Um, so for me, like I getting to watch that and then watching this one back to back was pretty stellar. I was pretty. It was a pretty good experience not having to wait that entire time to to kind of get <laughs> what uh, what all these other diehard fans have been waiting. You know, how long was has it been now? Like twenty nine years. Twenty nine years. Not Jeez. quite thirty. Not sure why yeah. they couldn't wait one more year, but it's <laughs> fine. It's fine. Yeah. Um, well, I did before we got into uh, you know our review for the sequel. I did want to sort of uh, touch base on sort of what our levels of familiarity are with the original Hocus Pocus. Uh, mm-hmm. I mean, uh, I remember seeing the original night. 1993 movie in theaters with my mother um and, and since uh i've watched it jeez I, I i'm not gonna say every single year around halloween but i'm probably mm. around my 20th 21st viewing of the movie wow it's just sort of ingrained in my halloween traditions and now watching it in uh, you know mid to late september is a little <laughs> odd because i usually watch it a lot closer to uh you know the the, the halloween uh time but Nope, this is just this is just a staple for me. And then uh, you know, as if my wife wasn't perfect enough already, she also loves the movie, so it's become part of our Halloween tradition as well. So yes, I'm I'm very very much in love with this movie and was uh, just beyond words excited for a sequel. Uh, now, Darsh, how about yourself? I know I remember we were talking about this movie once, and you said you were too scared to watch it as a kid, but have since uh, since ventured and, and gotten the bravery to check it out. Yes, uh, I mean, growing up in the Hudson House, as I'm sure you're you're aware, we were we're a, a group of uh, scaredy cats. We don't really like the scary stuff <laughs> at all, really, in this house. So, yeah. 
even the thought of a Halloween movie when I was younger, I stayed away from it. I mean, in my later years, I've come around to watching more, you know, horror movies and stuff like that in general. But uh, yeah, to be I'm more like Nate in that uh, my first viewing of Hocus Pocus is only a few years ago with my one of my good buddies who loves the movie and was uh, shocked that I'd never seen it. So sitting through it with him made it a lot more tolerable, but I loved the movie as soon as I watched it. I can understand why there's such a nostalgic you know, love for this the, the cheesy Halloween movie. It's great in all its cheesiness. Yeah, it, it's it's interesting to see the cult following and cult, you know, that, that it's sort of uh, so much respect has garnered, uh, this movie has garnered. And like to, to, you know, I even got to see the Sanderson sisters perform at Disney. Um, not the exact ones, but <laughs> I got to see, you know, the, the I guess, the, what do they call them at Disney? The friends of the characters or whatever performing uh, on stage. And so they were there. And, and I remember just people were going insane. They were going nuts for it. I think this was the 25th anniversary uh, at the time that I was there. And, uh, and yeah, I just, I couldn't wrap my mind around like why uh and so getting to watch these these movies um i kind of get it i kind of get it it's uh, okay. they're, they're pretty okay. fantastic I was, yeah. I was excited about that because uh you know it, it's one thing to watch this movie with 30 plus year old or 20 plus year old nostalgic glasses on you know yeah. I, it's it's always tough to sort of gauge whether a movie that's older is actually really really good if it actually holds up or if it's if you're just so biased for it so i was so excited for you to be watching it this late in the game to see whether you would embrace it and whether it uh, still had that first time charm and it sounds like it does yeah yeah it definitely it definitely does and i i won't say that it like i wasn't going in being like okay this is gonna change my life but like at the same time it was uh you know what i i i think Bette Midler in that original movie, and obviously we'll get to talking about her in this one as well, but she's she's a real-life Disney villain in the movie. Like, she is the, the like, forget about all the new live-action Disney stuff that's going to come out and, and going to have villains in it. Bette Midler did it first uh, and did it right because she was absolutely phenomenal. And I think, I think Sarah Jessica Parker and Kathy Jimmy as, like, sort of her sidekicks were, were fantastic as well. And, um, yeah, I'm, I'm stoked that we sort of... Uh, with this sequel, we're getting another chance to sort of see those characters fleshed out even just a little bit more. Um, yeah, man, I had, a, I had a lot of fun, a lot of giggles, a lot of laughs. Uh, and I will say more laughs uh, on the sequel than on the first one. But we'll get to it. We'll get to it. We'll awesome. No, I can't I can't <laughs> wait to hear about that. Um, and yeah, what's really neat is Bette Midler has gone on the record of saying that uh, playing Winifred is the favorite, her favorite role she's ever had. It's the most fun awesome. she's ever had. And, you know, just talking about the movie, the original, really quickly, still, you know, when it came out in 93, it was, you know, a, a, basically a, a flop. It only made about $39 million in theaters, and most people probably assumed that it would just sort of disappear into the vault, never to be seen again. But like you said, Nate, it's it's garnered a, a huge following over the years, thanks to home video sales and then mm-hmm. repeated playings on TV every year around Halloween. Oh, I'm sure Disney Channel... That's like Disney Channel all over that around Halloween. Mm-hmm. Right? Oh, absolutely, yeah. absolutely. But like to the point where they do have the uh, the, the Sanderson sisters spectacular during uh, Halloween at uh, the Disney parks. Mm-hmm. Uh, there was a 25th anniversary reunion where the original cast uh, all got back together to share some stories and everything. So yeah, it's it's definitely um, taken on a life of its own and become a, ha- a Halloween staple. Uh, but let's jump into our thoughts really quickly. I'll, uh, give us a little synopsis of this sequel. 
the upcoming sequel takes place 29 years after the Sanderson sisters were thwarted by Allison, Max, Danny, and Binks the Cat. This time around, three high school students must work together to stop the Sanderson sisters who have returned to Salem once again looking for revenge. The film was written by Jen D'Angelo and directed by Ann Fletcher. The film sees the return of Bette Midler, Kathy Najimy, Sarah Jessica Parker, and Doug Jones, while welcoming newcomers Whitney Peake, Lilia Buckingham, Belissa Escobedo, Hannah Waddingham, Tony Hale, and Sam Richardson. Uh, all right, let's just get right in. Let's get to our thoughts. Uh, did this work? Was it worth the wait? Are we happy we got a sequel? Did it pay off? Yeah, and uh, sorry, just really quickly, I don't know if you said it there, Kev. Thanks to Disney Plus uh, Canada for for getting us this movie in advance to uh, to watch um, because, dude, again, getting to double bill it, I was like, let's go. And the fact that I was like, I go from Disney Plus to our, our screeners app was just fantastic to be able to jump back and forth. Uh, dude, this sequel was fantastic i think it was it was it's 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 a sequel in every way and it builds upon the original in in every single aspect uh and i i totally thought it was warranted i i was a little worried kind of coming into it i'm like okay here we go like it's what are we like another reboot culture cash grab you know like let's see let's see what they do and well i will say the the narrative is cheesy Disney Channel level sort of feels like they were maybe writing to get towards certain moments like they had like a lot of ideas like oh wouldn't it be great if we saw the Sanderson sisters do this or what if we wouldn't it be great if we had the new cast do this and then they were like cool how do we write the story to then bring them to that point it did feel like that at times I was just smiling and giggling and laughing too much to care (laughs) I'll be honest with you I I had a really good time with this one yeah, 100%. Totally worth the wait and totally deserved. I, I almost want to see more in this universe because they've done such a good job of paying homage to the original one with all the jokes and references they slip in while, like Nate said, building towards a new destination in mind and kind of reshaping what we thought of this the first movie uh, as a whole. So I really enjoyed everything that the sequel brought to the table. So I, I can't wait to you know talk more about that with you guys. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, I I was all set to sort of have my heart broken and be disappointed. I I just thought there's no way they're going to be able to capture what worked in that original film. And I was just so pleasantly surprised to see that not only uh, clearly, you know, the writer, Jen D'Angelo, just totally got it. She totally understood what worked for the film. And that was really to focus on the Sanderson sisters. And and like you said, Nate, the, the, the narrative of the movie, it's it's pretty basic stuff here. But I think it, that's the least important part of this movie. It's it's the interactions. It's the character building. It's 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 just everything else around the plot that that that's really important. And so they they clearly didn't spend much time on on coming up with the the sort of mechanics on how the sisters can come back and why and everything. But they really did focus on the the right parts with with all the characters and and everything. That's what really really stood out for me. And I think you know we talk about that original movie right taking place in 1993 and uh, and and you know you imagine okay the Sanderson sisters being uh, I guess you know do the the Captain America effect of being like shell shocked of like the world as it is then imagine even further now into the future um, with this taking place I think in modern time. Um, 
yeah, man, I think it's I think one of my favorite things is the movie also does a really great job of giving us more understanding of who the Sanderson sisters were, where they came from. Um, we get to see, you know, a little bit into their past. And I think it's in the trailer. But, you know, I will just quickly shout out. I think uh, um, Taylor Henderson as young Winifred was phenomenal, like absolutely spot on. Like we're talking about how phenomenal Bette Midler is. You have to now portray a young version of that character. And I thought she did such a good job. And we we don't get a ton of those scenes, um, but I think all three of them, I think Nina Kitchen, Juju Journey, Brenner uh, as well uh, as the young when, uh, young Sanderson sisters were, were awesome. Um, and I, I will say I love because of the the juxtaposition of time obviously with them being younger and we get to see what's going on in their lives in Salem you can only imagine uh, during that time in Salem things were not too great for them um, to see that in juxtaposition with where they are now based off the fact that they did appear in 1993 and just now they've got like a huge fandom behind them and there's this meta component to the comedy where we're seeing people dress up as them we're seeing people cosplay as them and it's it's kind of really it's 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 endearing the fact that we've got these characters that are technically the villains but are also so many people's heroes at the same time. Uh, and I really love that about the movie. I love the the heart and I love the the sort of, um, again, like the, the, the sort of, you, you know, they are the bad guys, but also you kind of love them at the same time. And, and it, even our protagonists feel the same way. It's kind of it's yeah. fun. I mean, it, again, that's another way that they're paying homage to that original movie, because in the original movie, we see that the history class is talking about them and they've already had a lasting impact in that mm -hmm. point. So just seeing how, again, how internet culture almost sort of taken that phenomenon to a whole new level is just really great. And that, again, that's a, a way that they're moving that old movie forward and bringing it, making it more modern and current. And I loved, I loved how they brought that, uh, pulled that off. No, ab absolutely. And I, and I think uh, just the way that they integrated these characters into 2023, and even though it's only been 29 years compared to the 300 years that they had been gone the last time, the world has changed so much in that time that it was just a completely new experience for them to sort of to sort of get used to and and even moments where I, I started to get a little nervous like uh oh is this gonna is this gonna get a little cheesy is this gonna go off the rails like for instance uh, very early into the arrival of the the Sanderson sisters we get a musical number and I thought oh boy are they gonna are they gonna take what worked once in that original movie and just hammer it throughout mm -hmm. this whole movie, but they instantly almost poke fun at that aspect of it, yeah. make a really great joke about it, and I was like, oh, they get it. They just, there were so many moments where I was just like, oh, they get it. And then that was really, really amplified in a, in a scene that takes place in Walgreens, which for me, uh, other than uh, what I thought was a really terrific conclusion to the movie, the scene in Walgreens is just by far the best part of the movie so for good. me. That was just laugh out loud fun the whole time. Yeah, and I, I wanted to shout out like, um, the the new cast, right? Whitney Peak, Melissa Escobedo, and uh, Lilia Buckingham. I think, I think you know, um, we didn't get a ton of Lilia Buckingham, which is by design with the with the narrative, which you'll see. But um, I will say, for for the three of them, the moments where we did get to see those three shine, um, were were really fantastic. And I think they do a really good job of sort of. Um, I guess carrying forward this legacy, if you will, um, and there's there's just a a 
a moment with the the three of them where you see them as a, a silhouette and it's just it made my heart so happy to see that moment and i i think it's moments like that darcy where when you say like i could totally see this going forward I could totally see this going forward with mm -hmm. those three um, and and moving on and, and moving into uh, a Disney Plus series, I think would be really, really fantastic. Even if it was just, you know, six episodes here for, for the, you know, the next Halloween and then the Halloween after you get another six or something like that, um, I think would be really, really fantastic. Because I think I think this the cast, especially the younger cast, has more to give. And um, I think there's more story there that we can get with them. Uh, I will say Sam Richardson. Um, I'm, I'm a huge Sam Richardson fan. Uh, I, I've been loving a lot of stuff. Obviously, Werewolves Within was one of the kind of the first movies that we start when we started officially covering uh, movie reviews here on the channel. And he's in that. And he's fantastic in that as well. Um, but he uh, him is Gilbert. I will say that was probably my only part of the new cast where I kind of wanted a. Um, a little more for him. I, I felt like he was kind of put to the sidelines, both him and Doug Jones, which thankfully we got more Billy Butcherson in this than in the first one ever. And I was not expecting as much as we did, but but they're so great. They were so fantastic in the little moments that we had with them. And I get that the movie's about, you know, our, our new trio and, and the Sanderson sisters. But I would have liked just a, a little bit more uh, with them because of just, again, how fantastic they were. But I almost think that, the way the movie sort of wraps up and the and the direction they could go in the future, the focus almost does seem like if they are to continue, it will change, and that could open up the possibility of them perhaps having um, a, a bigger role because they, they did just make a really fun comedic uh, pairing. And like you said, it was awesome to see Doug Jones, who is so terrific in the three or four bits of dialogue he gets as Billy Butcherson in the original. So for him to sort of really get to, to, to chew into this one a bit more and, and, and really embrace the role a bit more was, uh, I thought, a lot of fun. And then uh, Tony Hale, um, he just oh. plays really sweet, cute mm -hmm. characters all the time. And, and it's he's no so different nice. here. He's Forky yeah, he's... in real life, dude. He's Forky in real life. That's what that man is. And That's in this awesome. movie, it's no different. I when he popped up, I just instantly started like just giggling and, and laughing. And he is such a nice person in this movie. I just I feel for the guy the entire time. Absolutely. And then uh, you know, uh I, I did mention earlier that there are a few music numbers. Uh probably the the biggest being uh during the the the, the closing credits. Uh, of the the movie with the the Sanderson sisters, and I can already see at the next Mickey's not so scary Halloween party this new song sort of becoming a staple of that event. Uh, I thought that was a a great job. Uh, you know, uh, huge, 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 massive props to Bette Midler. That 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 wonderful woman is seventy seven years old. Uh, so to see her out there just. She didn't look like she aged a day from the the ninety three movie. It was mm -hmm. it was we were just taken aback by that. Uh, really, that that really stood out for me. Yeah, it was. I like. I will say more movies need to do the the end credits musical number thing. Like, can we just get more? <laughs> like, maybe it's my nostalgia glasses on right now, my nineties nostalgia glasses. But dude. It was it was so delightful to kind of get that that little extra from the, from that moment in the movie, but yeah, man, I I think and and there's a musical number in the movie as well, um, and I got chills like I literally got chills up the arm like just watching this moment, and I'm like I didn't 
I did not expect that to happen. Um, and I also didn't expect to feel some of the things I, I felt throughout the movie in terms of how heartfelt this this movie can get at times. I mean, with the new cast mm-hmm. and the Sanderson sisters, we do see the themes of sisterhood really at play here. And we see the both on both sides, we see descent, like the, the descent of, of, you know, seeing that sort of break apart and coming back together. Um, and in, in different ways, obviously in a little bit more of a comedical way with our Sanderson sisters than, than with our, our three new and uh, protagonists. But I don't know, man, I, um, I wasn't expecting to almost like semi almost get teary eyed at the end. I don't know. I don't know. I'm even even I was quite moved by the 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 finale of of the yeah. movie, and I just thought, you know, in the, in the first one, it really is all about Winifred and her two lackey sisters, mm-hmm. and here that relationship is explored so much, and and the and you know uh, the, the the power of of sisterhood is really explored really nicely, especially as the movie comes to a close. Uh, no, it. It hit me in the, the the heartstrings a lot more than I expected a movie like this to uh, mm-hmm. do. And now the movie isn't without its its hiccups, its hiccup pickups, if you will. Um, jeez, <laughs> oh, that was a stretch. A little, uh, yeah. So, so was there anything? I was like, that... in my head, Kevin, I'm like, I think that's another. <laughs> mo- is that another movie hiccup pickups? Like, is that a, a multiversal version of Hocus Pocus? I love. It. I will I love say it. I wish I hadn't said it, but it's it's in there. It's it's etched in history. Um, there we go. Was there anything about the film that just didn't quite stick the landing? Uh, if anything, I, I think like what Nate said was a bit of the underutilization of some of the the, the characters that they introduced. Um, and again, with the way that they leave things off, I am hopeful that we do get more stories explored in this universe, either through another movie or like Nate was saying, a series. But I, again, the it was the underutilization of some of the bigger names that drew, kind of drew me into the sequel that uh, kind of had me a bit, you know, disappointed by the end of it. Yeah, I was, I was, you know, as I said, I'm a, I'm a big fan of Sam Richardson, um, both from Werewolves in It Within, but he also has a guest spot on Ted Lasso, and he's absolutely phenomenal. And speaking mm-hmm. of Ted Lasso, Hannah Waddingham um, is in the trailer for this movie. Uh, I, I was just I was just hoping so much more. I I completely and listen. Part of this is my own you know speculatory dumb fan brain of being like she's gonna be our main our main villain throughout the movie. Um, she's not, uh, and I can confidently say that. But she I I wanted so much more of her because she is so fantastic. And for the brief moment that we get her in this movie, you're just like. Oh, I completely buy who you are and where you are in this moment. Um, and I really do hope, I think that would be another phenomenal, um, you know, she would be a really great conduit to bring from the movie to a series if they, if they, have, they ever plan to do that. Because she is, she was excellent uh, for, the, for the brief moment we got. But I think, I think that's kind of it as far as like gripes. I think the only other thing I, I kind of mentioned was the, uh, the, the narrative being... Uh, silly at times, but in a sense of like, just kind of to the point where you're just kind of, I don't, I don't know. They made some odd choices. Um, I think to sort of, um, you know, the, the, the three of our main uh, protagonists, uh, there's a, there's a bit of a conflict between them that we're kind of just thrusted in. We're sort of just put into the middle of, and they don't really go too far into, um, into that to, to give us enough of sort of um, any sort of payoff from it. So I did find that there were moments where I was just a little uh, let down at times by them not going f- too far with, with some of these, these uh, story beats. But at the same time, 
you then you get the Sanderson sisters, you know, doing a big musical number and you're like, oh, I'm happy again. So so <laughs> again, there was a lot where I kind of was just like, ah, I don't know, I you know, this is feeling more Disney Channel original movie than Disney Plus movie for me. Um, and at times that was a really great thing. And at times uh, it wasn't. Uh, absolutely. I mean, there are certainly some uh, um, uh, moments where characters make decisions, like you said, or, or get from one place to another that really don't make sense. But then you get it, and it's all about just getting to beats that have obviously been sort of developed before the story was, was right. ironed out. And then all of a sudden you get a ring of salt and an unlikely rescue uh, from within said Ring of Salt, and you're like, I don't even care how or why we we are in this garage. I'm just happy we're we're here, and this is happening because it's it's brilliant and and a lot of fun. Uh, I I have to say, I think it's kind of amazing that here we are and have so little to nitpick about this movie when you know just given a the uh, you know we talked about the reception the original movie got and the fact that it took so long for it to come along. This sequel, I don't think, had any right to just work as well as it did. Um, so speaking of that, I think it, at this point, uh, at this time, I should say, it's time to make a stop at the Town Magic Shop and give our final thoughts and scores for the film. Today, we'll be doing that on a scale of one to five flatteringly filtered selfies. Flattering, flatter, what is it? Flatteringly, flatteringly filtered? Flatteringly filtered selfies. selfies. Okay. Okay. Um, yeah, I think, you know what? I, I kind of already said it all. It's 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 if you're a Hocus Pocus fan, you're gonna freaking love this movie. Like if you were like I can only imagine, right? Like again, I enjoyed what I got out of the first one. I think this in my opinion, I actually like this movie more than the first one. And that being said, I'm not looking at it through the the tinted glasses of like I saw it when I was in a kid in the theater or whatever, right? Um but but I will say if that is you and you've been waiting for this. This will not disappoint you. This will absolutely meet and potentially exceed uh, your expectations. And honestly, um, it's a lot of fun. I just I was giggling too much to to have that critic hat too tightly wound up on my head of pushing my glasses up and uh, the plot line is not you know it's fine. <laughs> it, it, it it's just I was having too much fun with it. It's so lighthearted. It's such a nice time and. Again, there's the themes of sisterhood and the, the the themes of of you know friendship that are so so much more potent in this movie than in the original. And I think they really knocked it out of the park. I think they did something really special uh, with this movie. And I think for a lot of families, this is going to potentially be the one that you they'll revisit on you know Halloween after Halloween after Halloween on Disney Plus. Um, so yeah, man, I I was not expecting to be as as happy with this movie as as it made me but um i think you know again so much of that is bet midler sarah jessica parker kathy and jimmy their their physical comedy is just insane doug jones is just a master at physical comedy with billy butcherson and then bringing on our new characters with sam richardson and uh whitney peak belissa and uh and lilia i think again there there's a really great 
pairing of all these people together to give us the old, to give us the new, and to kind of set us up for hopefully uh, what we'll get is uh, as the HPU, HPCU, is that what we'll call that? <laughs> Pocus, <laughs> Pocus uh, Cinematic Universe. Um, definitely not the Hiccup Pickup Cinematic Universe. Um, <laughs> but I'm a, I, honestly, I was, I was going into this movie ready to give it the same score that I, I, I gave the first one, uh, which is 3.5 out of 5. I'm going with a 4 out of 5 flatteringly filtered selfies. I think this movie's great. Really, really good stuff. Awesome. Uh, how about yourself, Dars? Uh, yeah, I mean, I like going after Nate because he says pretty much everything I'm thinking because <laughs> I really enjoyed this movie for pretty much everything he listed. Uh, and again, I did a double feature as well where I watched the first one and then sat down right away and watched the second one. And watching it like that, being the the Easter egg looking guy that I am, there is so much in this movie for true fans of Hocus Pocus that I think that alone you'll want to rewatch to see what you missed the first time because there's so much crammed in there. Uh, yeah, I like it more than this uh, first one as well. And again, that's because I don't have the nostalgic glasses, but that's a good thing because this movie is phenomenal and everything that it does in telling a heartwarming story with a lot of laughs and, and, and goofs along the way. So I'm, I'll be giving this one 4.5 out of 5 wow. flatteringly filtered selfies. I really enjoyed it and I'm going to be one of those people who watches it Halloween after Halloween. This will be my hocus pocus. That is flatteringly filtered. Darcy. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> that, is a, that is a high score. But I do like what you said there, Nate, in that it was just so sweet. It was just so lovely. Uh, it was just so fun that this is one of those ones where you, you do sort of loosen up those, you know, those, uh, the, 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 the reviewer inside and, and just sort of enjoy it. And, you know, um, I, I, the first one's always going to be near and dear to me. It's always going to sort of hold that top spot. Uh, but I think the the biggest compliment I can give the film is that while I went into this sequel just hoping that it didn't disappoint me and let me down and and somehow tarnish the the mystique of the original, but I think it's safe to say I enjoyed this movie so much that it will now be part of my annual Halloween watching. The two Fantastic. Hocus Pocus are going to be watched every year, and I can't wait to uh, share both of these movies with my my daughter in a few Aww. years once she's old enough to uh, get in on the all the Halloween fun. So, yeah, I think the fact that it's instantly cemented a place in that sort of annual Halloween celebration is is just kudos to the entire crew behind it thank you to disney for you know letting these people who clearly love the original make the film that that the fans deserved after all of this time uh i'll go right in between you guys and give it a nice 4.2 out of 5 flatteringly filtered selfies i will say uh and this isn't a spoiler this is from the first movie um but that thackeray kid i'm sorry his parents got what they deserved for naming that kid thackeray (laughs) With a TH? Are you kidding me, dude? I don't. I don't think that requires both their kids dying. That no, seems pretty dude, dark. Yeah, listen, that's a harsh at the end of the day, at the end of the day, they're they are completely. They're letting their kids play out in the forest. They know there's witches around. They know what they were doing, and they named the kid Thackeray. So you know what? I don't even. The fact that they had to rename him Binks the cat, like use his last name because they didn't want to say Thackeray the entire time. I get it. I get it. Okay. So, that is sorry, true. I just that they that just started there. calling him by his last name yeah. instead of the ridiculous <laughs> name. Thackeray, uh, stupid. That's 
awesome. Yeah. (laughs) Well, there you have it, our spoiler-free review for Hocus Pocus 2. The movie conjures its way onto Disney Plus on September 30th. Thanks again to Disney Plus Canada for giving us an early look, and a huge thanks to you for tuning in wherever you listen to podcasts. If you haven't already, be sure to subscribe and leave us a five-star review, or we might just have to steal your soul. We aren't getting any younger, after all. Uh, Now, we'd love to know, are you as excited as we were to go on another haunting adventure with our favorite witches? You can let us know at wearegeekcentric at gmail.com, or if that's a bit too much like being cursed and having your mouth sewn shut a la Billy Butcherson. You can also hit us up on Twitter at GeekcentricYT and on Instagram at wearegeekcentric. As always, we have plenty of awesome content to check out. Why, this week alone, we have a series of interviews that will further help you get ready for the big premiere of Hocus Pocus 2 that comes out later this week. Nate, Justin, and I were lucky enough to sit down with director Ann Fletcher, as well as stars of the film Sam Richardson and Doug Jones, and Whitney Peake, Lilia Buckingham, and Belissa Escobedo. Keep an eye out for those. Uh, We also have two watch clubs on the go. That's right, not one, but two. Last week, we uh, started our first watch club for Disney Plus's Andor, which covered the first three exciting episodes. And uh, we're also right in the thick of our watch club for Disney Plus's She-Hulk, Attorney at Law. Uh, And you know what, guys? There's just a ton of other awesome stuff for you to check out wherever you listen to podcasts. So please do. And again, uh, positive reviews all day long. We love it. Uh, But uh, until next time, thank you for joining us. And as we say... Just before we say what we say, I would. I want to be Kathy Najimy. I want to be Mary Sanderson because there's three of us here. So I think I want to be Mary Sanderson. I'm cool with that. I want to ride around on a vacuum or whatever. Um, But then, Kevin, I was thinking that you would be Winifred, but I actually think you're going to be Sarah Sanderson because, Darcy, with your hair the way it is, I think you could put that up. You dye that red, that's a that's a Winifred hairstyle right there. I don't know. That's a, that requires a lot of hairspray. I don't know if I have the money for that. Oh, dude, we can find, <laughs> oh, we can figure it out. We got, it's magic. We just use magic, dude. Don't worry about it. <laughs> we'll, we'll take a trip down to Walgreens and, and figure yes. it out for you. Maybe eat a few face masks <laughs> along the way. But yeah. uh, no, just as a, a brief uh, a little Halloween spoiler, uh, since watching the movie, Sarah and I were sitting there with uh, Robbie and enjoying ourselves, and we thought, you know what? We had an original plan for Halloween, and we're we're switching it up. We, the three of us are oh. going as the Sanderson sisters, and That's so fantastic. I'll be taking on uh, the role of Mary. Sarah, of course, will be Sarah, and little yes. Robbie will be leading the way as <laughs> Winifred. Uh, I think that's going to be a lot fantastic. of fun. We're very excited to do that. Oh, I uh, love but, it. So, Thanks to Disney Plus for just bringing bringing the hocus pocus magic back into the holiday season. Uh, yeah. Okay, guys, we got to run, but uh, as we say, love ya. Get home safe, guys. Laters.